Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Good morning, Tam Tam. What are we doing today? Oh my goodness, I am so excited because Mama said there'll be days like this. Mama said, oh, I like days like this. Uh, We got the girls from Mama Said on here, Miss Jamie Lynn Sigler and Jenna Perez. How are you guys? Thank you so much for joining this crazy fiasco of our podcast might derail from this moment. We're very like grateful it. that you two are here and we all talk about the same things when it comes to mummying and just being open and honest and that's why we love you and we love your podcast and we just thought it was a perfect fit, right yes. Roxy? It was a perfect fit, like peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. Um, oh, Amen. Right? Uh, banana and... Peanut butter. <laughs> Everything goes with peanut butter. Yeah. Peanut butter and <laughs> apple. Peanut butter and, and rice cakes. Is peanut butter really that good for you? It's a source of protein. <laughs> yeah. My I husband. had it at like midnight last night, so I'm just going to say it's good for me. Yeah. So did yeah. I. Yeah. It's did apples. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. When I don't know what to give my toddler, I give him a spoonful of peanut butter. Yeah. So smart. Easy. Yeah. It's funny because um, my husband sleeps downstairs. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. Because he takes care of the baby, the new baby who's one years old. And I always go downstairs and he's got like a jar of peanut butter and jelly down there. And I don't want to be a bitchy wife, but I kind of want to be like, you shouldn't be eating so much sugar. And like, you should eat a nutritious meal before you go to bed. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, that's like sounds heaven to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's my jam, literally. No, no pun no, intended. No pun, inten- pun so, intended. So we digress. Um, tell us a little bit about the two of you and how you guys met and how you fell in love and how the genesis of your podcast, Mama Said, began. I'll let you go first. I feel okay. like I always go first. Okay. So. Um, well, gosh, how did we meet? I feel like we were supposed to meet well before we actually became friends. Um, my husband has known Jamie for a long time. We've had the same mutual friends for 
years, like mm-hmm. going back 20 years. Um, it's just crazy that our paths never really crossed mm-hmm. um, up until we met at a party. We kind of like formally met there and I was like, oh, I'm Neil's wife. And, you know, we kind of, you know, slid into each Oh, We added each other started and started, started, started yeah, following right, each other. I got it. Right. And then when we were pregnant with our seconds at the same time, Jamie kind of slid into my DMs. Ooh. Like, sneaky. What's up? What's crush. up, Biatch? Um, we're pregnant like a month apart. Let's hang out and be VFF. And no, but honestly, like that's really how it started via social media. And um, we kind of, our friendship kind of went from there. And we talked about the shitty and the pretty of being pregnant with our seconds. And what are we doing with our first ones? And what are we going to do after the baby pops out? And, you know, just everything from... I was potty training my son and sending Jamie pictures of poop on next to my daughter's that's face. Really, and that's really, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and well, I let you continue sure. in that zone. Well, I think because especially, I, I didn't know Jenna that well, but I had this feeling like she was the safe place for me mm. to talk about all the things that I didn't talk about the first time around, that mm. I let myself like marinate inside my own head, which made me feel like a bad mom. Isolated. Yes, mm. and so f- for some reason, because we had enough people in common. I felt close enough, but not too close. I started like testing out being honest about certain feelings. And when she would be like, oh, hell yes. I'd be like, oh my God, this is so liberating. This feels so good Mm -hmm. to know that I'm not alone. I'm not bad. I'm just figuring it out. We're all human. We're doing the best we can. And so from that, our conversations got more intimate and more colorful. And Jenna one day said, we should turn these text messages into a coffee table book. They're yeah. so funny. They and I so said, funny. let's do a podcast. Yeah. And that's how it came to be. That is amazing. So this podcast, you've had it for a year now, right? Exactly. Yeah. We're not year two. Oh, yeah. okay. we're like, and the baby's a year. I feel like we're all out of the haze, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Um, podcast haze, we, the we're baby haze. We're in our yeah. honeymoon phase, you know? Yeah, we still um, like each other. We, <laughs> we do, yes. we do. Um, so what has been like the most challenging part of putting the podcast together, launching it and keeping it going. I'd love to say that there's been a challenging part, but I feel like first and foremost, I mean, I've never been a part of any creation of anything before. I'm an actress. I would show up, audition, get the part and and walk on set. I've never was part of like of the development stages Mm -hmm. of things. And so I assumed it was going to be more difficult than it has been. It's just we had a wonderful team in these women called the Lady Gang, who I went to my friend Becca just for advice for Jen and I, and then they sort of came on to help shepherd us and produce us. And then really, I mean, you know, I mean, we're talking about what we are living, what we know, and we just started in the beginning just calling our friends to be guests. So the conversation was flowing. It, It was organic and we all we had millions of things that we topics that we wanted to talk about we did a good amount of prep like we did our homework for sure I mean we did work but it felt effortless because I was enjoying it Mm -hmm. we were enjoying it and I think that also too I went in it into it with zero expectations. That's I wasn't like, we need to yeah. get this many downloads. We need to, like, right. I didn't know if we'd make we money. Do I didn't know. We still don't know. We're like, the first we, Our reality and expectations are very different from yeah. what's happening right now. But I like, I like your, I like your. Well, I'm not normally like sure. that in any area of mm-hmm. my life. So it was, it was pretty, um, refreshing mm-hmm. to, ha- to be part of something that was just fun. And then Jenna and I kind of like, 
naturally fell into our roles. Yeah. Would you I, say? I was going to say, I think our partnership is very seamless. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't even talk about we, it. We didn't even talk about our roles. It just literally fell in. I'm like a social media dork and I like posting all the time and doing Excel spreadsheets and she's very creative and has the best ideas and is really good at leading the, the show, um, taking it from A to Z. And so it's like our marriage is a perfect marriage. Yes. Yeah. So no prenup necessary. No prenup. No. <laughs> no. no one knows though how much, like I feel like, you know, since Roxy and I started this podcast, everyone's like, I want to do a podcast because it's kind of like the buzzword right now. Yeah. And the buzz thing to do. But no one realizes that everything that's worth having takes work and is an effort. Yeah. You know, like last night, was, it's a holiday weekend. I'm sitting at a hotel, like editing the podcast. Like it takes time for something to grow sure. mm-hmm. and be good. And people don't, they they want it, but they don't want to do the work to have what yeah. what they mm. ultimately want to have. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it can be. Yeah. It, it's it, the podcast world is a, is a difficult one that I think a lot are treading down the same road. Yeah. Um. But I think what makes a podcast successful is just your own personal experience and honesty and your own rawness in whatever whatever that is. Um, I think that's what makes it really special. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you guys have a, a, a section called Shitty Moments. Shitty Mommy. Shitty Mommy, which I feel like I am every day. Exactly. That's <laughs> okay, why I swear. So can yep. you share some shitty moments this week? Oh, <laughs> shitty Wow, we're like yeah. turning the tables. Um, hmm. Shitty Mommy this week. So my two-year-old is obsessed with housework. Mm. <gasps> Great. When I say obsessed, though, it's... All day I hear is mommy vacuum, uh, mommy vacuum, or do the dishes, do the uh, dishes. And it's it's starting to make my like where I have to like white knuckle things like <laughs> and it took the, yesterday morning to get out of the house a litter like no more cleaning <laughs> picking him up and like just tantrum in my arms. And I felt terrible because it's like that will yeah. never be me. It's Not my it, job. I just felt bad because yeah. there probably was a gentler way for me to instead of just like picking him up and marching away. But I I don't I I feel like I've tried them all. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, if this was like Cutter saying, I want to do the dishes, you'd be like, I love you. Yeah. Whatever. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. All day long. Of course. Uh, Tama, do you have a shitty moment? Oh, how, where do we begin? Do we have enough time? Um, <laughs> my biggest thing that I have to be really careful, I tell my husband we can't swear, right? I'm just like, my child is six years old. She She's impressionable right now. You know, we right. have to be really careful about swearing. And so we're really good about that. But some for some reason, when I'm in the car, everything goes out the window. I'm like, you piece of fucking shit! <laughs> and my daughter's eyes bing out, and she's like, what did you just say? And I'm like, nothing. Mommy didn't say anything. And then they cut me off again. And I'm like, you're an asshole. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? She's like, mommy. And it just keeps going. Like, my road you can't help it. That I really need to go to therapy. You for. have verbal diarrhea. Yeah, and it just comes out. Yeah. And she's like, I do too. I right. say the most obscene things road in that car. Bring out yeah. It's like, all bets are off. And yeah. I would never yeah. say that in an elevator. Like, I wouldn't like have someone in the elevator and be like, you piece of fucking shit. <laughs> like, I would never do that. Of course, you know what I mean? Yeah, in your yeah. car, they can't get yeah. to you. I'm like putting up fingers up. <laughs> and my daughter's like, oh my God. So like, I need to, that's something I need to work on for sure. Oh, yeah. you're not that's just like a normal mommy, yeah. not a yeah. shitty mommy. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Oh my God, that's so How about you, Rocky? So what I did last night, we were talking about the peanut butter. Yeah. So 
that was actually like the end of my daughter's peanut butter for like her food today for school. Okay. So what I did was I shamelessly ate it all. And then this morning she was like all excited. She's like, mommy, do I get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the lunchbox today? I'm like, no, daddy ate all of your peanut (laughs) butter last night. I blame daddy. I blame him for everything. I blame him for everything. Yeah. Just the look but on her face. But does it ever get back to your husband? Oh, yeah. I tell him. I was okay, like, yeah, yeah, I totally fucking blamed you again yeah. for that. Yeah. You know, you eat everything. She thinks he eats like everything in the house. Yeah. Oh, my God, Leaves nothing so for her. So you could just funny. see the look of like disappointment and sadness in her eyes. And like, yeah, it's daddy's fault. That is blame so it on the dads. I always, I always say to my husband, like, don't. Don't give her sweets. Like you, you, you need to understand that sweets are just so bad for like, for her body. Like it's 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 red soldiers, not green soldiers. That's what we call it yeah. in the house. And then like at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm just over it. Just give her the lollipop. Like yeah, yeah. yeah and so I do what I told my husband not to do all yeah, the time. Of course. But I feel like we tell them not to do it because we feel like it'll get out of hand when right. they do it. We right. have control. Right. Yeah. That's what we think, That's a right? Great way to yes, it. that is totally. But then at least Neil how will I make be like, feel better. Yeah, yeah, Neil's like, you hypocrite. I'm like, well, I'm allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm allowed exactly. to do that. Because I know limits and you don't, yeah. right? Yeah. With television, I feel like mm-hmm. if she watches a movie, she might watch three if it's under his care. Yeah. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like it just keep going from Shrek to yeah. like, you know, Ferdinand. It'll yeah. just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like when I watch a movie with her, like we're done. Yeah. After right. we watch the film. Yeah. 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 It's time to do other things. So going back to the podcast, do you guys have a favorite guest? And then like, but also maybe a not so favorite other guest. Than- oh. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um I I honestly don't have a not so favorite guest. I don't have a not so favorite guest. Yeah. Either. They've all been amazing. I feel like the only, like, sometimes we've had people show up, like, very, very late because of life, Mm -hmm. and then we only have a little bit to talk to, and then they might be upset that they're, and we have to, like, conjoin an episode or something, and if somebody's, like, you know, disappointed because we didn't, but it's not our fault. Right, right. right. That just can be more frustrating, but everyone, once you get them sitting down and talking. Yeah, exactly. No, all, like, for, yeah, it's all been interesting, whether whether it's, like, a 20-minute episode or like an hour and a half but mm-hmm. one of my favorites and I feel like you're gonna say the same is Bob Saget was Bob Saget oh, really just because it was so different okay. and it wasn't a mommy mm-hmm. you know and I like mm-hmm. I craved those like men to come in because yeah. like I want yeah. to hear like what they have to say you know yeah. my it's, favorite favorite is when we had our husbands on well yes that we're gonna we do, that. To do this that was yes. so oh you was guys it have so to do good? it it's, it was it's so therapy. good it yeah. was so mm-hmm. fun and it was like we said it's like this is your rebuttal it's your opportunity we're like come back of all the shit we've talked about you but also just like to have them in on the conversation because they are half of this parenting deal Mm -hmm, and we're very fortunate that we have the hands-on dads that we have but Mm -hmm. it's also I think I don't know I think it's always really nice for your partner to like step into your workplace Mm -hmm. and also to see you in your power like I loved having the two of them across the table watching what Us. Jenna and yes. I do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I think it's sexy. I think mm-hmm. it's cool. Like I tell my husband all the time, I was like, can I come to your office? He's like, why? I was like, I just want to see you in your thing. Yeah, it's like, hot. Your thing. Yeah. Hot it and is. sexy. I actually got into a fight with my husband. <laughs> I mean, every single day. No, but he pissed me off. He told me we were talking. We were obviously it was like the battle of like who works harder type of thing. And he was like, oh. you're a full-time mom and your podcast is not full-time. <gasps> and I was like, Oh, I was like, I, that's so weird because like, I, I have, I'm a, I am a full-time mom, but like, I, I feel like my podcast is full-time and whether or not I'm in a studio every day, like I am, um, 
on my email 24 seven, figuring out stuff, dealing with stuff. I was like, so how could you say that to me? That makes me feel like I, whatever I do is not as important as your job. And he's like, well, it's not like, yeah. And it was, I, I was would have pissed. That's that. something you guys for sure need to work. Yeah. Well, he wrote, I didn't talk to him. I, there are very few things that I won't let roll off my shoulder. And mm-hmm. that was one of them because I, I it just fucking pissed me off. Oh, yeah. And I feel like my podcast, our podcast is a full-time job. And like, mm-hmm. and I'm a full-time mom. Why do we negate the fact that full-time momming is, job. is not a job? Like, that's what I don't understand. Right. I have a full-time career and I'm a mom. So I feel like it's both. I'm not a full-time mom. But I couldn't be a full-time mom because I find it harder work than actually going to set Correct. and yeah. being an actress. Yeah. So yeah. for Correct. me... Mm-hmm. Momming is harder than acting. And he know and he knows that mo- he was just saying basically he goes your first priority is being a full-time mom. Your second one is the podcast. So imagine. Mm. And so I what like, you should oh. say is imagine with my first priority and mm-hmm. my first full-time mom job how hard it is to squeeze in my yeah. other mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. Oh, I while do. doing that job. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's the he apologized, job. but yeah, it was I I was not okay with that. It's mm-hmm. not okay. Well, you know, look, I also think that men don't have the wonderful privilege of the full spectrum of emotions mm-hmm. and perspective that women are given mm-hmm. just biologically right. and by life's right. They just don't have access to that. Mm-hmm. And so they need to be taught and it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to teach them that. Agreed. They also don't search for community. I think women Very well said. Women yes. don't do it alone or when they try to do it alone, they feel very isolated and alone. And if they don't have a network of women around them, then they, I think that's what postpartum depression really is, is like loneliness. Um, But men don't ask for help. They keep it inside. And then what they do is they shut down. And because of that, they feel really isolated and alone, but they don't know how to reach out. I think women are are more able to ask for help. Mm -hmm. So um, I think men need to have community. And it's funny because postpartum with Lennon, I wasn't a safe place for my husband. And it was hard for him to deal with because he didn't have the tools to know how to handle a postpartum woman who's going through a range of hormones and emotions. Mm -hmm. We need to teach men or have programs or push them to have communities that so that they can also speak about their feelings. Yeah. Yes. They need to get it out for sure. Because it does. It bottles up and then it like we feel the brunt of it mm-hmm. a lot of the time, you know, and they need that community and they shouldn't be embarrassed mm-hmm. to reach out to their friends. And Not at all. Parents, I mean, right? motherhood deepened my friendships to a whole other level. Mm-hmm. Having that community, like you said, and that that relationship to, to talk about and that freedom and that understanding. Mm-hmm. I wish men could find that. Right. Mm-hmm. So when it does get super crazy for you guys, do you ever like just check out and be like, I'm fucking done. I'm like going to Palm Springs Pills for the weekend. Pills and marijuana. Like, yeah, exactly. I I'm going to like smoke 10 joints yeah. right now. Like what do you do? Like do you ever get to those points and then like what yes. do you do when that like breaking point happens? Go to Cabo next weekend. <laughs> Perfect. I want to go. For that reason. Yeah. By yourself? By yourself? Yeah. No. I rallied a, gr- a group of girls. I was, so we were in the thick of the flu. My kids have so gotten smart. the flu twice. Yeah. Yeah. I got strep throat two weeks ago and then both of my kids are sick right now. Like it's it's Same. been, ne- it hasn't ended for two months mm-hmm. ever since they got back from winter break and in the during the midst of like me taking care of them with the flu I booked a trip to Cabo and I was like 
if I don't get away, and like I, I wish I could go with my husband, but it's so expensive and hard right. to find a babysitter to oh, yeah. then, you know, pay for no. the babysitter to then pay for going on a whole trip. And I was like, sorry, Neil, but I- I'm going to go with my girls. And it started with one of my girlfriends and other girls, some moms, some not just started mm-hmm. hopping okay. on board. So it's like six random, all of all my friends, but yeah. random together. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going to, you know, have the best time. So and going with your girlfriends, it's such a different experience mm-hmm. yeah. than going with your husband. It's yeah. like more fun in a lot of ways, you know? I mean, yeah. of course. Yeah, it's, right? really, it's a real disconnect from your yes. day-to-day life yes. and family and yeah. all of that. Yeah. I mean, and like I Jenna said, and then you don't have to pay for the babysitter. Yeah. 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 That's also very I don't similar. know if you guys do this though, but I feel more comfortable when we're not on the same plane together. Oh, I've heard of, yeah. I don't think about, well, I don't know why yeah. it doesn't go there. But it's I weird because we're going to Germany and I'm like, oh, if we both go to Germany and something happens to the plane, that's over. Like they have no, like, I've so in a way I'm like, why don't we just fly separately? I know it's just a weird thing I have. And then I thought my husband's coming to visit me with three children, uh, three children, two children <laughs> to Australia. And I was like, I don't want my entire family. If something happens, that's oh. it. So I'm like, I'm going to fly with my daughter first and then he'll meet me with the baby. I just, I don't know. A it's just like of, life. A lot of families do that. Yeah. I know. I know Split several. Life can be scary. It's like, that. why not put fail safes in place? Well, you know, that's. I, I, if Sorry for I the talk, downer. No, yeah, I totally not, get it. I'm just sitting here being like, wow, my head doesn't really yeah, ever go yeah. there. I probably have a million other things that I no, obsess about. But, you're lucky that your head doesn't go there. Yeah. Yeah. My head has gone there. Has gone there. For sure. And I, it does. Yeah. So you don't have like the fear of dying anxiety and all that that I lay in bed with at night. And we should text each other because we both yes. have the same fear at the same time. Right. And I should be like, are you afraid of dying right now? And you'll be like, yeah. Am I going to wake up tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. I don't. You have it? No? No. I don't have a so fear bad. of dying. I don't know if it's just yeah. like a deep faith mm-hmm. or just like a – I. I know that I have no control over that. Yeah. So you are so you're so, so good. good. That, yeah. It's all about the way control. Jamie thinks. Like level is so much more right level headed than the way I think. Mm-hmm. And I think I was just a part of me. That's just my DNA. But another part is the fault of my mother. Sure. I don't know. But doesn't um, it always come back to that? But I don't know. Like it's just. Yeah, it's well, I look I have my own things. I think I I have my own like version of like fight or flight or panic when it comes to my body and physically because I live with MS. Yeah, that because and living with it for 18 years has brought me to a place of some kind of surrender. Mm -hmm. And so with that, there is a surrender to everything in my life because Mm -hmm. I I release the control, control what I can and enjoy what I can. Mm -hmm. And so for me, if I layered it with worrying about other things that may or may not happen, it just, it would completely spoil my life with what I have to deal with already. Do you know what I mean? It's almost too much. Yeah. if you Too much. Because people don't know a lot about MS. What is a typical day look like? And is every day different? Well, let me say first and foremost that my story of MS Mm -hmm. is not particularly representative of everyone's story with MS. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I've actually been kind of... um, Well, when I first came out about MS, and I will, sorry, answer your question, Mm -hmm. is that like the amount of support in the community was amazing and to feel like you're representing people that suffer in silence and they feel like, oh, I see somebody in the public eye that's Mm -hmm. like me. But when I speak about how I deal with it and that I choose not to be beaten down by it every day and I push myself every day, I can, I've angered a lot of people and Mm -hmm. I've had, I've let myself feel bad about it, but I can't anymore because the truth is, this is my story. Mm -hmm. And it's not that you're not having any bad days. No, 
and I have compassion for, yeah. trust me, I am grateful that I have a choice whether to get up or mm -hmm. not. I know mm -hmm. that there are people that don't, but I have to stand up for myself in that like the way I choose to live my life and the way I choose to put out there how I live with it, I don't need to apologize for. No. So that's what I'm gonna say first no. and foremost. But a normal day for me, I have been stable for nine years, which has been wonderful. Mm -hmm. I have fought the disease as hard as I could. And then it came to this point after I had my first son where I felt like this actually has done more damage emotionally than physically, mm -hmm. which led me down a lot of other paths mm -hmm. of healing, meaning healing my mind, body, spirit, all of it all. And so I, I am, I'm in a place of being grateful for my MS because it has mm -hmm. right. made me the person I am today who I like mm -hmm. very much. Physically, um, I, it's, completely just my lower body. I have nothing wrong cognitively, fatigue-wise, which obviously I'm very lucky as a mother to not have to worry about that. My hands, my arms, I can throw my kids over my shoulder, change diapers with one hand, like I can do it all. Um, I can't run. That's a hard one, um, just in general, just because like, A, that feeling of freedom, but B, also the security to protect my children. So I have to be very conscious of when I'm alone with them. And I take pride in the fact that I do do a lot alone with them still. Like if I take them to a park, it's gotta be a gated one. Right. Um, you know, if we're going to uh, uh, an amusement park, like I'll get a rascal so that I don't slow the family down mm. the whole day and the kids take turns sitting on my lap and they love it, you know, or I take a stroller everywhere with me because for longer periods of time, it gets harder for me to walk. So I have the balance of the stroller. It's like my own little walker. Mm. Um, you become very crafty. You become ways to figure it out. And also too, I mean, more than anything I've realized as a mom, I can do it all. It's more work. Mm -hmm. And it's not so much that, look, I think that there is a, some people that assume that I can't do a job, which is frustrating, but again, out of my control. Mm -hmm. I know I can, I know I can emote and tell the truth and tell a story. And that's really what you would be hiring me for. And I've worked with amazing directors that are willing to work around it mm -hmm. because I'm not disabled enough that you have to write it in, mm -hmm. but there's still a little bit of a limp every once in a while here and there where you got to work around it. Mm -hmm. And I've started to come to this place where I'm not, I would go into every job feeling like a burden. Like, I'm sorry that you have to deal with this. Mm -hmm. And I'm really working hard now to just be like, no, I, I earned my place here. You want me. And it's, I've been given enough chances and opportunities that have shown me to not give up. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, look, everyone has something. And this is my thing. Mm -hmm. Don't waste your pain. I always say that, like everything, everyone has pain in some way. Yeah. It's physical, emotional, mental, and it's like use that into your art. I oh, think. for sure. Use your story, tell your story, don't waste your pain because everyone has something that they're struggling with and is fighting a battle that we can't see. Um, I just would wonder, like when you came out and told everyone you probably were very nervous about that because yes. you'd been, it, it'd been, you know, secrets keep us sick, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you came out, were you worried that it would affect your job or mm -hmm. your job opportunities in any Absolutely. way? Um, because that to me, like my career is almost close to as important as my children. Yeah. <laughs> it's like something that I love and I've done since I was 12 years old. So did you worry that that would affect? Of course, right? of course. That was the main reason I was keeping it a secret. Mm -hmm. um, if anything, the only reason. Um, Yes, and it has affected it 100%. Mm -hmm. But 
like I said, I've been given enough opportunities and have had enough amazing um, work experiences that have shown me that it's still all possible. Mm-hmm. I also believe in modern medicine and I I'm not, I don't wake up and all of a sudden don't know what I'm dealing with. I wake up every day and know the body that I'm dealing with, which is why I feel confident to accept a job because I'm like, I'm not going to show up one day and be like, oh, Jamie can't work today. No, no, no. Right. You get the same girl every day. I've, I've been leads of things working 15 hour days for weeks at a time. Like I I can do it. Mm -hmm. I know I can do it. I think it's, I think it's, um, it's ignorance in certain people. Right. And also too, I, I'll tell directors and producers, like I am not here to sacrifice your vision of what mm-hmm. you see. If if you feel at all my physical limitations are going to inhibit you from doing what you wanna do, then I'm not your gal. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like, like you said, I have, have a whole lot of life experience that I love to channel mm-hmm. as an actress. And look, I have, Jenna knows last year I went through this whole thing where like I felt like I was going to quit because it was so eerily quiet for me. Mm-hmm. I was had my second son and I'm like, you know what? Should I just be a stay at home mom? Because I don't want this like worry mm-hmm. all the time. And I went to take this break and I called my manager and I had already had the conversation in my head of him being like, you know, Godspeed, Jamie. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm your friend. Good luck with it all. Right. Yes. I thought I was letting them off the hook. Mm-hmm. Because I assume people were just working with me still because they like me and they love me. I mean, he's been with me forever. And he was like, fuck, no. Mm. Fuck, no. I'm not letting you quit. And I was so taken back by the fact that people believed in me still. And so I decided, okay, I'm still quitting, but like, (laughs) let me go back to acting class and make sure that this is what I love. Fall in love with it again. Because you get into the business of Mm -hmm. it and you're like, Mm -hmm. wait, do I love it? And I've been in class for almost a year and I I was like, had this epiphany where I was like, I love love this. Mm -hmm. I love doing this. I can't ignore that feeling. None of us can ignore that feeling. You know what I mean? When you find something like that, how lucky am I? It's your destiny. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I feel like I yeah. took up a no. lot of time with that. That was the best I've ever heard you explain Aww, that. Thanks. Yeah. You're like, and on that note, thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you say the acting thing though, because it does, you know, and Roxy knows this too, like in our in our business, you know, when the phone isn't ringing, you wonder what's wrong with you. Yes. And you're like, what am I doing wrong? Why is the world not giving me the opportunity? And you're right about even the acting class because my husband said the same thing. Like you have to you have to make sure that everything that you're doing is aligned into your destiny. Like if you're doing an acting class, it's because that's, you want to be an actor. Like make sure that you're not distracted mm-hmm. and doing all these different things for fame or success or yes. money that isn't aligned with your true and honest being like why we're here Mm -hmm. but sometimes it gets murky and sometimes you lose your way especially after you have kids you're so fucking lost i don't know if you guys were i was so lost i was like our first show was who am i now that i'm yeah your identity your identity is so different and you have to fall in love with your purpose and i think that's what you were saying and i know that i'm there right now as well i don't know about the two of you but it's about falling in love with your purpose again Mm -hmm. you don't just have to look after these two beings which are the loves of your life but it's okay for that not to be the only thing so funny i felt like i didn't even have a purpose i was like i'm just a stay-at-home mom i mean i sing but you know i never pursued it heavily enough to want to be a famous singer um i you know was in marketing but it wasn't my the love of my life job like i was never i never had that 
oh my God, like, like this is, this is my passion. Um, and I'm going to work, you know, be a, a full-time worker in this field until this podcast. And like, now I feel There's fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Finally, I feel like I have a purpose. But and she's so good at like running a business. Like she's building this business side of mama said, and she, and like, like she said, we didn't even talk about it. Like I trust her implicitly because she's so good at it. Thanks. You are. It's you are true. too. It's a, it's a partnership. I mean, look, like mm -hmm. I, I was embarrassed for a while. You know, a lot of people are jealous of stay-at-home moms. I was always jealous of mm -hmm. working moms. Yeah. Um, the grass is always greener. And I just promised myself that I would never do anything that, um, that didn't feel completely right because I luckily had the ability to stay at home because my husband worked and I'm very lucky about that. And so because this happened so, I hate saying organically, but it was it so did. organic. It did. Um, It just happened so naturally and it was just so meant to be. Yeah. So now I feel like I have a purpose, which is awesome. Because we're moms, do you guys feel like you have to maintain like a certain image? Like we have to be good and we have to be sort of this pure like figure in the family and things like that. Or is it like something that isn't really that important? I put my leather thong on. <laughs> <laughs> she wears no, thongs all I don't the time. have one. I'm like, yeah. I wear granny no. panties and Roxy walks in with like this. Thong. I'm like, I can see your thong. She's like, I only wear things up my <laughs> butt. Like, my husband doesn't <laughs> like, get to see it. I'm tired. Yeah, once exactly. every two weeks, Roxy. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, I think I was self-conscious in the beginning when I first became a mom, mm -hmm. but now it's almost like it's not, I truly don't give a fuck because yeah. I know that I'm a great mom. Mm -hmm. I know it wholeheartedly. Am I a perfect mom? No, there's no such thing, but I know I do my best and that's what makes you a great mom. There's things that I stop myself from sharing on social media just yeah. because I don't want to deal with the bullshit judging that I know will come along with it. Mm -hmm. Not because I'm ashamed of my choice, but because I just don't want to deal with yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's weird because I do feel like even, you know, we talk about this podcast, I'm very sexually inclined. I've always had a very high sex drive, even to the point where after Jealous. I gave birth, I wanted to have sex like straight away. And my husband really? was like, no, we shouldn't. Like, yeah, I mean, I not every day, but I could probably have. How long have you guys been together? 13 years. Wow. I mean, probably, you could have sex every day. My husband doesn't want it as much as me because I he's always I'm always available. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like he's not There's like, no oh, I'm so excited to have sex with you because I haven't had it in so long. I can't. He's always like, he like, stop. I know. Like, I'm like, um. um. So I we have sex like you know. Well, I would like to have sex every probably second day, right? And we probably have sex twice a week, which I still think is very That's low. Amazing. Um, <laughs> But I feel like after having giving birth, like I I know it's like I just I don't even need to snuggle. I don't need the whole thing. I Did just need an orgasm. Like yeah, I've always been like that. I don't need again. I don't need the whole. I don't need to be held. I don't need to like be romanced. I just need to orgasm, have sex. I like the feeling Wait, and move I on. Ask you something. Sure. <laughs> so like, would you rather have sex with your husband or like masturbate, or well, it I doesn't do matter? So I probably masturbate twice a week. This is probably going to be cut out. Of the <laughs> and we have sex like this once. We have sex like once. To, we have sex once to twice a week. So about four times. I, 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 I orgasm about four times a week. I know, right? She's on it. I, I mean, mean she... I could probably do it once a day. I'd probably be like, 
not as excited by it because like every day you're sure. just like and you need a build up of like the blood flow is every I also exercise and eat really well I think that has something Maybe to do with it exercise more to get my, yeah. <laughs> my question toys? was I'm, sorry, I'm really intrigued by this like do you like um use toys? I do use toys I feel like nothing's better than the real thing I have interesting fantasies like I like oh, you know your fantasy <laughs> no I'm not done my fantasies I fantasize about desperation so like the person who doesn't look after himself pizza man comes to the door and he's got a very small penis. <laughs> you're looking at me like you're crazy. No, not it. Like, it's oh, like the guy I'm who, like, is in a truck. Yeah. yeah, guy who, like, drives a truck and he pulls she over. He may or may like, not be in a cage in the room. Sure, whatever. But, like, I, he's, like, he's sitting there and he's like, oh, I just can't get off because I'm just a truck driver and I'm such a loser. And, like, the desperation to me is, like, hot. That was, what was my question? I go back to my question. Yes, after having a kid, oh I feel like my husband put me more in a box of, like, okay. You need my husband's very normal when it comes to sex. He just likes me. Like he's not into anything yeah. weird or whatever. So that probably works because we would get nothing done. Oh, um, oh, but oh he would. He wants me. I think to be more of a good girl now. Like it's kind of like, well, don't say that and don't do that because, like, you know, we have kids. And I feel like that part of me, it's like, oh, why can't you be a little naughty and dirty and still be a mom? Right. Like why? Oh, absolutely. Not, You're no. still a woman. My right. husband would like pay for me to be naughty. No, I love that. Telling their fantasies. Good for you. Right? I yeah. don't know if I have. I haven't had any. Do you guys have fantasies? Like, do you have it's any? It's been like, a very long particular- time since yeah. I've had any. You do. I, I know it's, you do. Totally. Yes, you do. Ah, I she did. I mean, she's like that kind of gets <laughs> that desperation thing. I know you do. No, yeah. like um, it's more of like a pizza woman. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, like I think the woman's body is so beautiful. And I always like picture myself with like these like yeah. huge yeah. boobs, like my, my pre- b- Oh, you- I don't have huge, no, like, well, I don't have any boobs anymore. I have, like, pancake boobs, but I used to have great tits. Anyway, um, they will be back one day. They will be back. Um, Yeah, exactly. Um, No, like, I just think, like, so my husband's always like, you'd be a lesbian if you could. And I'm like, it's not like I'm a lesbian. I just think, like, the girl's body is so beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. But would I ever, like, I've never even kissed a girl. Like, would I, no. Me neither. Maybe I would turn into a lesbian. Well, you know what? Jamie, maybe that's our next pod. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you guys kiss on air. Never, never, never. No. I've never had to. I've never. Have you? So I, in my young 20s, like, I know, right? Like, we've seen each other full naked. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. No, but. Nothing sexual. Sure. Yeah. It was like, actually, it was on a podcast. Yeah, we had was. another guest. We were comparing oh, C-section oh, scars. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. And then we showed, whatever. But so, yeah, in my young 20s, I did the thing, you know, the silly thing that we do when we're young where we're at a bar and we're drinking and there's a guy that you want to impress and you're like with your girlfriend and you're like, yes. let's kiss to like turn him on. And it's like that. So it's not like the full, cool, like lesbian experience. Right. I think Tamman's had a had a little whirl. Yeah, I feel like you've had. Yeah. Oh, you did. See, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, it was fun. I'm like into this. Was it? Yeah, I mean, I feel like women, like it was a phase. I was 24, 24. Um, it was about a year of like just being really into women. And I was just like, there's something for me. That's why I know I would never marry a woman or be like in a long-term relationship because I need, because I've felt power since I was 13 years old. So I was on a TV show from 13 years old um, in Australia and then was on a few here. I don't like to feel powerful in bed. 
Like I want to be dominated. I don't want to feel like, I, I tell people what to do all the time. I'm like running my own career. I tell my husband what to do all the time. I don't want to be in bed and be telling him what to do. I don't. Yeah. I want to be like, you do this now. That to me yeah, is that's a hot. And I feel we, like you're like into bondage. Well, <laughs> I don't want to be like choked or anything, but you know, a little smack on the whatever. Sure. Um, but I do think that I like, so with women, it's a lot more, it's softer. Yeah, and it's also on. like you're thinking about like, what is she thinking does she like my hate like when you're with yeah. a man you're just like they're so lucky to be here yeah. like seriously totally. like you're like oh did she did she notice like i have like a chip on my tooth or like you know what i mean like did she like my hair does she think i have cellulite whereas so you don't think that, you, that. Think you don't think that with a guy you never uh, think like yeah. oh is he i'm just like you're so lucky like they're congratulations yes. to be like with you naked and yeah like, i'd love to hear you talk about this yes yeah. Yeah. i i am just so everything about a man like mm -hmm. I'm just it's not like I just have never been like thought about women that way like women to me are like my tribe like right. they're what's helped me survive mm -hmm. my girlfriends like my sisters like I the power I get is from women in my life um but I'm with you like I have said to my husband at times I feel like I have way too much power in this relationship right now mm -hmm. and we need to shift it oh. Because yeah. then I oh. I start to not be into sex mm -hmm. okay. and he'll wonder why. I'm like, you are giving me way too much power right now. Mm -hmm. And you need, like, I, I need you to tell me you have an issue or yeah. like you yeah. need yes. to tell me what the problem is. Yeah. Because, and he's like, there is none. I was like, find one. Because yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. too easy right yeah. now. And no. tell it to me in the bedroom. This, I one sure. time read him talking about someone with someone else. Like, he wa it wasn't bad, but, but it, it was like got, enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I got fucking pissed. Mm -hmm. But then let me tell you, I don't know if it's like a reclaiming your man thing, yes. but I got so crazy with sex for like the next yeah. month oh. where he was like, like what? <laughs> maybe yeah. I, like but marking it, like, your territory. It did yeah. something. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it did something to be like, yeah. It's when crazy. we had Lennon, my second daughter, my husband was so stressed and tired, so he wasn't having as much sex with me. And maybe it's an insecurity thing, but I was like making him have sex with me. And I think maybe maybe it's a hot thing, but maybe it's because we feel like there could be someone else ending up raising our children. So we need to Ooh. get them back yeah. into yeah. primal. Yeah, yeah. It's like a primal thing. Oh, like yeah. you come, yeah. no pun intended yeah. here. Like yeah. you know. I'm going to like leave this podcast recording. Go exercise. Number one, because I want to look hot and I want to have a better sex drive. Number two, I'm going to like jump my husband's bones tonight. <laughs> Why yes, it's her birthday today. Oh, happy oh, birthday. birthday. Thanks, She's sharing part of it with us. Birthday, birthday. I know. Oh, my God. I literally forgot it was my birthday, by the way. I'm not kidding. <laughs> this is what happens when you're a mom. Yeah. You know, you're like, wait, what day? I, I didn't yeah. even sleep last right. night. I was like, it's my birthday. I don't know why women, because I talk about sex a lot, and I have a lot of people saying like, well, how do you feel that way? I don't know why women don't fight for their sexuality like I, women don't touch themselves as much and they don't really I don't know why is it a goop lab episode no it? no I haven't you should, but you'd like it mm -hmm. but I it's, think it's it so really interesting these women run businesses and yeah. teaching women yeah. how to reconnect with themselves cool and their bodies yeah and pleasure themselves yeah mm -hmm. I think yeah I mean my mom was always like sex close your eyes and so, hmm. and I never want to raise my daughter like that mm -hmm. because it's inevitable that everyone's going to have sex. So I'd rather just be like, yes, this is sex. It's normal. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of it has to do with like the older generation and like right. it being so shameful. Like my mom would literally 
freak the fuck out if I if she ever was like masturbate like she can never she can't even say penis or vagina <laughs> so funny. she listened to the, your podcast yes. <laughs> I she doesn't because she doesn't want she doesn't she doesn't want to hear me talk about mm-hmm. that stuff mm-hmm. what about like with the kids like you mentioned like about you know raising them to have healthy like ideas about sex and yeah. things like that have they started asking about sex like mm-hmm. being like what is where do I come from or where yes my two-year-old has to he he's my shadow and he'll like if i go pee he's He's, in there mm -hmm. and the other day he goes mama i go yes jack he goes where's your penis (laughs) and i was like "Ah, well i'm the only one in this house that doesn't got one (laughs) (laughs) my my son asks all the time he's like well how do you make a baby? And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. the boy, mm-hmm. the the male has something in his body that, you know, connects with the woman's body. He goes, still don't get it. What yeah, do yeah, you yeah. mean? And then he like came up, he was like, I think that there's, you know, the tree outside our house. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I think that if you like swing on it and you like swing hard enough, you become pregnant. That's the pregnant tree. I'm like, oh my God, what? Baby. what? I heard Bo telling Jack the other day, he was point uh, because he's obsessed with belly buttons and yeah. like he loves to lift my shirt and like find yes. the belly button. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. "Look, Jack, see, that's where you came out of, mommy." And oh, I'm like, "Okay, that's what you yeah. want to go with yeah. right now until yeah. you want to yeah. know further." Sure. Daisy tries to stick tampons up her vagina. <laughs> Does. Yeah, because I do it in front of her yeah. all the time. I, like Milo I do it too. too. Yeah, my, <laughs> Milo the other day was like, "Are you on your period?" Because he thought I, I was oh, grabbing yeah. a tampon. Yeah. He goes, are you on your period? I go, no, I'm not, Milo. <laughs> but Daisy, when I'm getting tampons, she'll get one too and undo it and stand like this and go like this. That's yeah. Stand like this and go like this. Did your you mom ever, because, you know, periods are, I was so ashamed when I got mine. Really? And because I didn't really ever see my mom bleed. Like, yeah, and I'm not saying my, my daughter sees me bleed, but if she comes in and I'm changing a pad, I'm like, I don't, I don't go, yeah. you know, oh my gosh. And she just goes, oh, is there snake blood there? And I was like, sure, it's snake blood, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we just move on so that when she gets her period, she'll be like, oh, that's what my mom had. Mm-hmm. My mom wasn't like, she was pretty good about that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't like, she, she wasn't like, oh, your period. Like, you know, she's, it was more about like sex stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, it, it's not her favorite topic to like talk about, but I remember her changing her tampons in front of me so but yeah yeah i don't know i feel like i leaned on like my friends at that time in my life mm-hmm. yeah i did too yeah mostly yeah, yeah. we were all i mean it's like who's gonna get it first when yeah. are we getting it right right i like i was trying to think i just got my period today on my fucking birthday of course of i'm like course. happy birthday you know to me. everything about you now can you just take your clothes off yeah so i can see your do you want to see me naked <laughs> yeah Boom. i'll take mine now you take yours great <laughs> um no but i mean i don't even know I, what was i saying you guys about your period? Oh yeah, your friends. Period. Getting your oh, period. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, oh, my mom is definitely didn't like teach me how to put a tampon in. So yeah, I. My mom did not teach me how to put a tampon uh-uh. in. I was that doing was- a musical at the time and had to wear a leotard. And one of the chorus girls that was older took me and she was like, like I was I was like, there's no hole. I can't put it in. There. No <laughs> hole. She was like, come on. She was like, put me in the bathroom stall. Spread my legs. Put it scary. It's scary applicator? to go up there at first. Okay. Use an applicator? Yeah, I still can't. Like a tampon. I still yeah. can't use a normal tampon. Why? You I can't get it up there for her. You just have to use your finger. I know. No? It never. It just, its head sticks out a little bit and I can't get it. And I'm like walking around. Wait a second. You're tensing yeah. up. You're tensing up. I want the up. applicator goes like, right all, yeah, the, all the way up. Yeah. I can't, it like hangs out and okay, then I not, walk with like, oh, that's something's painful. up my butt. You yeah, know what I I've like recently discovered? So if I like bend down a lot while putting my tampon in, it goes up really fast and perfectly. Really? Yeah. So when I'm bend like, down, like, 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 like I'm going to show you. Yeah, yeah. I hope I'm not like leaking on your tampon. 
And maybe it's because like the after pregnancy, <laughs> like my vagina's all fucked up. But see, but we had C-sections. We don't know what oh, happens yeah. after birth. Oh, you're but lucky. So our vaginas are normal. No, our they're, vaginas they're are yes. haven't had Same. birth. We but, know that example, Jamie's vagina is cute still. Yeah. Per oh. another podcast, I hope yeah. that didn't offend yeah. anyone. I didn't mean normal, but I know yeah. but my no, friends. No, no, some no. some are like totally the same, and yeah. some are like Don't worry, our not. Tummies are totally but our tummies up. are <laughs> fucked up, by the way. Totally fucked. Yeah, up. well, my tummy and vagina are just like never going to be the same unless I have surgery uh, and my boobs. So when you have sex, is it different? Um. It's not different. Well, that's good. See, see, now I don't know what I was afraid Maybe of. Maybe you guys got yeah. the extra stitch. Yeah. Oh, did, did you? you like elect yeah. to do a season? No, I had two 10.2. Well, my first daughter was 10.2 pounds. Whoa. had the cord wrapped around her neck and was breached. My second was 9.15. She, we almost had a uterine rupture. I was probably a day away from both of us not making it. Oh my Didn't God. know at the time until her head was almost through my scar into my abdomen when they did the C-section. Those C-sections <gasps> saved my life. I'm such an advocate for C-sections. Yeah. So many people are just like. Safety. Yeah, and yes. so many people are like, oh, I feel so, and I did. I felt like a failure after the first one. But now after the second one, I'm like, motherfuckers, they, they saved yeah. my and my whatever. children's whatever lives. Whatever helps like, And you. Believe yeah. me, I yeah. wanted yeah. a kumbaya birth. I wanted them out of my vagina. Right. Now I look back at it, and I did not want two 10-pound babies out of my vagina. I did not want that. Uh, although we can, and I know we can. I had two nine and a halfs out of my vagina. Oh, and you're fine. And so maybe warriors. Yeah. Maybe it's the it's maybe it's the noise that we hear about. About it. I, we have our babies. Like, yeah. I, do you do you look at them and think how they came into the world? No, no. no. I do look at my tummy though. And think about <laughs> You're like, I do have a reminder Damn. every fucking day. I look <laughs> right, yeah. right. What are contractions like? Oh, pretty powerful. <laughs> oh. Drugs? Did you take the at drug the time? At, yeah, for the end at the end, of course. Yeah. yeah, but I I I labored and I got induced twice because they were both pretty big and they were I was at my forty week and it was just not moving like cervix was not dilating at all and um but yeah I mean I I the, they're a motherfucker I mean yeah. contractions are oh. whoa but it's also like very primal and it's mm -hmm. very like I I enjoyed feeling it but at both times it got to a certain point and i'm like okay i'm done got it done. got it give me the drugs yeah they're here for a reason they've been they're Hell here yeah. to protect us mm -hmm. make us more comfortable during this whole process my contractions were so long and bad with milo like for three and a half hours before the anesthesiologist could come give me the epidural so like i experienced them for like a good three and a half four hours of like every two minutes like like lightning bolts through your vagina th up to your oh, mouth wow. like it feels like you're oh, throwing no. up every time with daisy she came so fast that i as i was getting my epidural i was in the hospital for five zero minutes as i was getting my epidural i was sitting up my water broke and they told me when i came in because i was like eight and a half centimeters they were like when your water breaks it's go time and i was like what does that even mean i they broke my water with my first so as i was putting they were finding the they were trying to put my epidural and they were having a problem with Daisy, my second. And as it was going in, my water broke and she came out halfway. So I felt everything. Oh, and wow. so they ended up taking the epidural out. Oh, and so I ended up getting numb about 10 minutes later while they were sewing me a little mm -hmm. bit, which was good. Yeah. But I felt I had I felt the ring of fire and everything it was like oh. i felt it enough with i remember i had oh. to back it down with my first because i was Ooh. like i don't like how numb i feel right. that's c-section um yeah. it yeah. was i was like I am i not, falling off the bed it was a like, horrible feeling yeah it's a horrible feeling your legs are like yeah, yeah. you off. see your legs and it's like you don't you don't think they're your legs because yes. you can't feel yeah. them yeah. i gotta be so if I'm, i have another kid sorry i interrupted you no i was gonna say if i have another kid i wouldn't have medicine because i actually enjoyed it yeah because the recovery was 
nothing. It was beautiful. It was amazing mm-hmm. for, for Daisy. I mean, it was just like I could have run a marathon five mm-hmm. seconds after. So if C-sec- I ever yeah. have another one, which I'm not going to, I wouldn't have yeah. uh, medicine. C-sections, I mean, we were out for two weeks. Oh, boy, you can't yeah. walk. You can't even. You can even set up. Oh, it's the most. And so with the first one, I got the morphine and my baby started shaking and I started shaking oh, and everything wore off. Oh. So I said second time, I was like, you can numb me, but I don't want any morphine. Mm-hmm. Yes, I thought I was a genius. <laughs> so then all of a sudden, like your legs start, you can start to feel them again. You can feel them again. And then it feels like your fucking stomach has oh. been sliced oh. open <laughs> and your intestines have been removed and put oh back God. in the wrong position and you have no painkillers. Oh. And you would think at that point, I was like, you know what? I should just do the painkillers. But I was like, give me an Advil. <laughs> so I took Advil, extra strength, and I took no painkillers oh because God. I was so worried about giving the drugs to my new baby. Yeah, so I was breastfeeding, whatever. So and we're so strong as women, mm-hmm. like to be and able to do that. you continued on the Advil? I did Advil the second time. I did no painkillers. And I was like, men could. Are you like, <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, give me more of that crap. Yeah. I was like the whole time in the hospital. My dad is a doctor and he was visiting. Like he lives in Texas. Yeah. He was visiting out here after I had the baby and he was so worried. He's like, you cannot take that morphine home with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. He I was, was like, but I like, want get to. it away. He's like, let's start weaning you off now. So he yeah. like forcibly like yeah. started making me wean off. But that shit is like real. It's I amazing. mean, that. You're great. I mean, yeah. right. I know. Right. I get it. You so know. we get you guys out on time. We're going to do our little um, end section called Never Have I Ever. Yeah. And then we will let you go. God, from... I like we already did that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like this entire oh, podcast? No. It's, it's, it's a <laughs> parenting version. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So just specifically for you. Yes. All right. So never have I ever heard the baby cry, but just sat in bed and waited for my husband to deal with it. I have. Yeah. Of course. Like every day. All the time. Yeah. 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 Okay. Never have I ever, and this has happened to me, um, licked what I thought was chocolate, but was actually poop. No, I've never. I'm Roxy, never, uh, I haven't licked poop. No, no, I don't. I haven't licked it, but like, well, uh, you tr- is, I eat a lot of chocolate. Okay, so like, and it goes on me at some point, and I was just like, no, that's not. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I've had poop on me, oh, but right. but yeah, You've never taken, never licked it. Um, okay, I know the answer to this for you, Tamman, but screamed fucking asshole to a car while driving and had my kids in the car. Yes, yes, yes. yes. of course. Okay. okay, left a diaper on with poop for longer than I should have. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> okay, never have I ever wished I wasn't a mom. No. No, I don't. No. I've never. No. I've had bad, bad, dark moments, yeah. but never, never wished that I no. Have you? didn't exist. <laughs> Roxy and I are a little more honest. I <laughs> know, oh, I'm just kidding. Um, I've never wished that I would take him back. Right. But sometimes I miss my old life. Yeah. Oh, me yes. too. Like, for sure. I'm like, yeah. oh, I like that version of me a yeah. lot better than this version. And yeah, not I mean, going to lie, I have wished that I wasn't a wife yeah. sometimes. I'm like, that fucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. That is no. true. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Right. Okay, never have I ever cried in front of the kids about something very emotional and then said something this is what i did last night said um it was because your back hurt or something like because oh, like something on your body physically yeah. hurt. that's why you're oh, crying. Yeah, i've, I've made up a story yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah never have i ever stayed at the gym without working out but just to get away from the kids and the husband that's like me going to the bathroom i have to say I've, <laughs> like i'm for like half an hour. Something. yeah oh yeah yeah okay never have i ever let let a dummy fall on the floor suck it and put it back in their mouth 
all the time. <laughs> like on, on the street. I Sorry, on the street. On the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made it I mean, we yeah. never did passies, so but I would have. I would have picked that shit up from the street For and put sure. it back in their mouth. Yeah. My first, I would sterilize three times over. The second, yeah. I dropped on Hollywood and Vine because all the homeless people who yeah. shit on Hollywood and Vine. I was like, this is fine, okay. <laughs> and put it what right back in the ground. Put it right back in their mouth. Yeah. Ooh, never have I ever lied when the kids asked a question. Always. Like every day. Part of motherhood, yeah. Okay, I think this is the last one. Never have I ever uh, eaten just my kids' leftover food all day. Not all day, but I for like a a quick lunch. Yeah, good, right? I know, like chicken finger. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. That's really Thank good. You guys, so Thank much for you. coming. Thank you for sharing your tampon stories and your fantasy <laughs> okay. stories right and your mom stories. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I feel, I feel like we should sing a little happy birthday to you, right? Yes. Okay, girls. <clears throat> Give us a good D. Okay. Hold on. Did I like video record? Yes. I think so. Wait, okay. Let me do that too. Let's all get right. it okay. in. Okay, we'll do. Wait. We'll make it meta. We'll all do it. We'll do it. Ready? And then two kids through your vagina later. I've got to pee. It's oh my very god! Long. <laughs> I know. I feel like I. I didn't mean to offend anyone saying vagina. No, no. no. but I. I know your vagina is great. Okay, mine's not. Okay, bye bye. Um. Okay, ladies. So oh, wait. It's on it? me. Okay. okay Look at us. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jenna. Woo! Happy birthday to you. Love you, Jenna. Love you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for coming here. Never, never. 21. And what is your Instagram handle so everyone knows? Yes. Jamie Lynn Sigler, very crafty. And so mine crafty. is very crafty. Genesee Paris, very even crafty. more crafty. Your podcast is Mama Said. Mama Said. And on Instagram, it's Mama Said Podcast. And we are, t- uh, <laughs> and we are <laughs> Women on Top Official on Instagram. Yes, and Women on Top Podcast on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And subscribe, subscribe, and rate, comment. And, we and love you guys. We love you guys. And we are Women. on Top. <laughs>
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.